all of these parental control platforms, just trying to find the right filter, you know, make the boundaries a little tougher. And my wife says to me one day, she says, why, why do we have to wait until they're bound up in addiction? Can we, can we help families before they're addicted? And I was like, we're going to give it away. And she was like, huh. and she paused. And that was the first time she had paused in any idea I had said, what do you think? And she goes, it's bold, but I like it. Just do something. Doing nothing is no longer an option. Welcome to the Safety Net Podcast by Arc Cyber. I'm your host, Josh Lewis, and with me is my friend, Sean Artizone, who is the genius hacker brains and heart of the podcast. So, Sean, I'm super excited because this is the fir very first episode of this new podcast. So for our listeners out there, what I'd love to do is let's let's start right out the gate. What is this podcast about? What's it going to be about in the future? Basically, the podcast is uh, I just want to have conversations on here that will help others have a safer Internet experience and whatever that looks like um, through talking about uh, how to secure your devices and how to just be smarter, make better choices. This is the Safety Net Podcast by Arc Cyber. So we came up with the name, the Safety Net Podcast, but uh, this is really the podcast of Arc Cyber. And what I love is if people aren't familiar with Arc Cyber, maybe they are, they just don't know the origin story. I'd love for you to share that on this episode. So let, let's talk through, I, I want to give you the floor for however long you want to talk about it. And let's just talk about your story. What, what, what's your background? Uh, how did things in your life play out in such a way that you decided to start this thing called Arc Cyber? I've been in technology for over 20 years. I started off as a cable puller, um, learned how to do telephone systems, Nortel, Avaya, did, did all that. And back in the 90s, a thing called convergence happened, and all of us phone people had to learn how to become data and network people. And so I had to learn how to do routing and switching and networks on top of what I knew traditionally as a switch was, you know, a phone system. And as I was working in, in the voice industry, the data and the network industry, uh, I noticed a common thread. They all had to be secured. They all had to have you know, patches and updates and this and that. And I was way more interested in understanding, you know, what happens if you don't have a patch, this and that. And so I, you know, after about 15, 20 years, I started to move into security. And 2010, I really started to focus more into, into security while I was still doing some networking and some voice and some inside plant, outside plant work. Um, I was a defense contractor uh, overseas in Afghanistan, spent uh, two years over there, all over the country doing all different kinds of technical jobs um, and been in technology, yeah, like I said, since the 90s. And as a child, I was about 11 years old the first time I got exposed to pornography. Mm -hmm. um, I had my own battle with it into my late 20s. Uh, it actually uh, led to the demise of two marriages. And after my second marriage fell apart, um, I had just reached out to uh, my church counselor and just said, I need help. I need to I need to do something. You know, I keep uh, messing up my families, and they told me uh, there's a there's a program in Kentucky, and I was living in South Florida at the time, and they said there's a program in Kentucky. You can go 
to their live-in program and, and maybe they can help you there. And so I applied and I got accepted to the program. And in March of 2001, I moved from South Florida to uh, Williamstown, Kentucky, and I entered the residential program. I graduated in January of 2002, and I moved back out into the you know, regular world and just began kind of taking uh, the steps that I had learned while I was in the program on how to live free from this stuff. And mm. as I had you know, battled in, uh, you know, from 2002 until about 2020, um, I had you know, I had fought with uh, finding pornography, giving back over, putting filters in, trying a different filter, finding a way around it, uh, hardening, getting another one, uh, hardening it, uh, finding a way around that one, and really just kind of had, you know, my own battle with all of these parental control platforms, just trying to find the right filter to help make the, you know, make the boundaries a little tougher. Well, in 2020, my oldest son, Alex, um, he got sick in March of 2020, actually, and he went into the hospital and everything stopped. Uh, I went down to South Florida to be with him. And in that process, he ended up uh, passing away due to complications from liver failure and a few other things. Um, and I was devastated, obviously, uh, as my oldest son, he was 26 years old. And I reached out to a counselor. I needed help again. I uh, just was not doing well. And in that, in that process, um, the Lord started healing me. You know, I, I was kind of just questioning, you know, why and, and all of these things. I was actually in, in, in my battle, I had been um, working towards getting a certification as a biblical counselor to help uh, men like me that were struggling. Um, I had begun a purity group at our church and I was leading that group, uh, facilitating that group and going through some of the curriculum from Pure Life Ministries uh, week after week and just sitting with other guys like me that were fighting and wanting to stay free from this stuff and the, the power that it has. And as I'm going through this uh, counseling now for the death of my son, um, I met the, the counselor's name was Chuck Steinmetz. And as I'm working with Chuck, uh, you know, I'm, I'm healing, I'm getting a little better. And he says to me one day, you know, you're kind of technical, right? And I was like, yeah, I know some stuff. <laughs> and I was, you know, <laughs> being modest, but, uh, yeah, I was like, what, what's up? And he said, man, I got some, uh, counselees. They're, they're really struggling with technology. Uh, can you, can you help their families make their devices, you know, more difficult to get access to this stuff? And I was like, man, after everything the Lord has done for me through your ministry, just tell the families to call me. I'm not even going to charge them. Just have them call me. And so Chuck was like, well, you know, it's up to you if you want to charge them or not. Um, I'll, I'll let them, I'll let you know if, if they have, you know, the ability to pay. If not, you know, do it just kind of helping them out. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, they, they called and the people, you know, the families were calling and I was walking them through over the phone on how to secure their router and how to secure their mobile devices and how to, you know, just make things difficult so that, you know, it's, it's, there's so much out there already readily available. Uh, and I was just showing them how to make it difficult. And so the families kept calling and my wife says to me one day, she says, why, why do we have to wait until they're bound up in idolatry in addiction? Mm -hmm. Can we, can we help families before they're addicted? And I was like, Oh my gosh, woman. Yes. You're a genius. Absolutely. Mm. We can help families before this becomes an addiction. And that's where uh, Arc Cyber was born out of my own personal struggle, my own uh, grief going back to counselor and, and then my own, you know, just um, my own evil intention, finding ways around these filters. Um, and then, you know, the Lord took all of that, that I meant for evil and he's using it for his purposes and his good. So we actually, wow. the name of the company, 
for about three years before the company even even came about. It was about 2017, and I was uh, talking with a friend who worked for me on another company that uh, was doing low voltage cabling just on the side. And, you know, I was like, man, I, I'd love for you to, you know, be a part of anything I do in the future. And, you know, how, you know, what would we call it? And it was like Sean and Rob's communications, Sean and Rob's security solutions, Rob and Sean's com. You know, just, we just were, you know, wordsmithing a bunch of names. And I was like, Kretka and Artizone, you know, security specialist, da, da, da. Artizone and Kretka cyber solutions, Artizone and Kretka, ARC, ARC. A-R-K, Artisan and Kreka. What do you think of that? He's like, oh, I love it. It's awesome. Well, so we had Arc Cyber, but we had no company. Nothing had, had happened yet. And, you know, then then in the right time, uh, it, it came about. And when my wife said that to me, I was like, that is what Arc Cyber is for. That's what we're going to do. And it was like, we had the name. We just didn't have the vision. And then in 2021, we formed the, the corporation and the vision was born. So, Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, it's it's so cool to hear how kind of the Lord is just taking you on this journey and Arc Cyber is like this cross section of personal struggle, uh, like tragedy, and also these skills and and this heart that has has kind of been coming through. Um, man, it, it's just super cool to see all of that and. So I, you know, let, let's, let's make sure we, we super define this because I think a lot of people can get confused about what's Arc Cyber actually does. Um, mm. Is it a filtering service? Is it, it like, oh, is it something you put on your device? What, what is it that Arc Cyber does? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Josh. And it's, it's actually one of the most frequently asked. Um, we've done five or six uh, industry trade shows for like homeschools. And basically we're, you know, we're standing at the booth and the most common question I get is, okay, so you're a filter, you're a VPN, you're a browser, what are you? Right. And we're none of that. Uh, we're a cyber consulting service. And so hmm. basically you get our skills to help you make your devices more secure. Um, yeah, there's already enough apps. There's already enough uh, devices out there. Some of them are absolutely fantastic uh, technologies that are out there just people don't know how to use them and what we want to do is come alongside you show you if you already purchased something we want to come alongside you and show you how to use that technology properly there, there's a term where you're just so inundated with information you yeah. basically shut down and you just ignore it and that's what yeah. happens with a lot of these parental control platforms they send so much information to the parents to the to the receiver on the other end and they just shut down. They stop reading it. They stop looking at it. And then it actually just becomes noise. We're a cyber consulting service. We, we help you make your internet safer. You get our skills. Uh, I'm a certified ethical hacker. I hold the CEH. Um, I'm a certified uh, pen tester. I have the Security Plus certification. But my favorite and most prestigious certifications are the Offensive Security Certified Professional, the OSCP and the OSWP. Basically... I'm a hacker and in, in the industry, if you say you're a hacker, you, you, you can take the cert, the CEH and that's, you know, uh, questions and answers and things like that. But the OSCP certification and the OSWP, they, the organization offensive security says, okay, you call yourself a hacker here. Here's a certain number of boxes. You have 24 hours to break into all of these devices and 
uh, gain full administrator rights over these boxes. And then you have 24 hours to write a complete report and tell us how you broke into those devices and tell us uh, recommendations to fix those vulnerabilities. And so I earned that certification. I actually earned the OSCP and the OSWP. I'm working on my OSEP, which is the experienced penetration tester, uh, which is much tougher. It's a 48 hour exam instead of a 24. And then if you go for the, the higher, the OSEE, I think it's OSE three. Uh, anyway, that is a 72 hour exam. And so, you know, they actually, it's not just a question and answer, you know, brain dump memory. It, this is, put your skills to the test and write a report and show us that you can do it. And so I earned those credentials. I earned those certifications. And so, you know, you're getting a real industry certified hacker helping you secure your stuff. So pen, that's pen so tester. cool, man. Hackers yeah. Cool. What does pen stand for? Well, it's short for penetration tester. And so Got what it. we do is we attempt to penetrate networks that we have permission. We have explicit permission to do uh, and our goal is to find the vulnerabilities before the adversaries, before the bad guys do. If we can find them and re and emulate what what bad guys are doing, we can close the the, the vulnerabilities. Uh, you can do bug bounties. You can find um, uh, application pen testing, network pen testing, web application pen testing. So many different types um, of things that you can do in this field in this industry to help make software code good. I'm not, I'm not in the software side as much. I do, I can do some basic Python coding and some basic script debugging, um, but I'm, I'm not a coder. I'm a network pen tester, so I can do networks. I can what, do what they call is pivoting, moving from east to west, north to south. North and south is when you go through the firewall. East and west is when you're already inside the firewall and you're moving from machine to machine, server mm. to server, things like that. Uh, that's my favorite, absolute favorite thing to do. So yeah, you got you to know awesome. a little bit about all of it to to be able to do it uh, successfully. So, Yeah, man, that's crazy. So I, I think what's most impressive about this is kind of like you were saying, like the your, your favorite certification, it's not just you, uh, you answer a bunch of questions and you can't, it, you can't like fluke hack into something because you yeah. got to write a report on exactly how you did it and recommendations to fix that in the future. Yeah. Like, so that, that's a big deal. Um, yeah, and the people I reading love, that, I love report, that, they know, they know what they're doing. Offensive security, great bunch of people out there. And you know, they're, they're some of the greatest hackers in the world and wow. you're not going to fool them. So if you know, and you, yeah, you can't, you can't fake that test. So it is proctored. Uh, somebody's watching you the whole uh, 24 wow. hours you're taking it. So, yeah. Somebody like that is helping you, your family, your, your, your roommates, whoever help to secure your devices, help to secure your network. That's amazing. So a service like that, man, that has to be like pretty expensive to use you guys, right? Like to, to use, to hire you to help secure my family's network. Like that's probably going to be pretty expensive, right? Yeah. That'd be the, that's the tough thing. Uh, but there's a surprise. Our our service is is free. We don't charge for our service. So. What? So okay, let let's talk about that for a second. And I totally set that question up. I know it's free, but yeah. can you can you tell me why? Like again, like we, we've talked about kind of the the different rates that you would normally charge different organizations and different things like that, and. It's it's not expensive when you think about like how uh, the value that you're bringing, but for a family, 
that that is really expensive. So why did you decide to go from you could charge people a good amount because of the value you're bringing to I'm going to do this for free? How did that come about? Yeah, that's a, a fantastic question. There's a funny story behind it. As as we had we had formed the corporation, uh, we had put the business plan together. We started kind of figuring all the things out and how we're going to operate, and some of the nuance, you know, of of all the things that were happening. And as you know, we came down. What are we going to charge? What are we going to charge? We just kept pushing that ball farther down the road because we we couldn't figure it out. And as, and and it's like you said, you know, there's such a wide spectrum. You know, if you go to enterprise and industry, you know, there's people six figure salaries. Um, if you go to you know Geek Squad or any, any of these places, um, you know, some of the some of them you can get up to 150 dollars an hour just just to get a person to to spend an hour and you know, a lot of them have minimums. And so as, as we're trying to figure out how do we price arc cyber, how do we make this affordable, but worth it and, and things like that. And I had a few business advisors as we were talking through this, you know, one person was like, yeah, just, you know, you charge $10, you get a $10 video. People will just, you know, go crazy over that. They pay, they pay, they pay the $10 and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, one of my other advisors was like, have you ever done a $10 course? And I was like, oh yeah, I got like hundreds of them. He goes, yeah, how many of them did you finish? And I was like, oh, fair point. Like I, I have probably $200 courses that are just sitting in my, you know, my queue to do, but because it didn't cost me anything, I didn't really, you know, I got what I needed from it and then just kind of left it alone and didn't finish it. Whereas, you know, and then he says, well, how much did you pay for your offensive security um, course and your certification? And I was like, you know, I paid about 10 grand for that whole thing when it was all said and done with lab time and all that stuff and you know, the, the learn one and all these different, you know, things they had. And so I, as I was considering, I'm like, man, I have to come up with a price between $10 and, you know, 10,000 or a thousand dollars or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, there's just wow. no way. How do you know, how am I yeah. going to do this? And so I, I was like, okay, Lord, I, I need your help. I need to know how to, how to price this thing. And this was around, um, March, April or, or May ish of 2022. And Dallas Jenkins was coming on to YouTube and he's talking about this, um, this little TV show, uh, that's getting ready to do season three. So you're going to get to binge season one and season two and get it on YouTube. It's free and da, da, da. And I was like, um, so when, when this, when I first heard Dallas talk, it was a few years back and he was on social media talking about this pilot episode. And in this pilot episode, it was called the shepherd. And, and as I'm watching this, I'm like, this is absolutely incredible. Uh, it was like, I mean, heartstrings, you could feel the emotion. It was just so powerful. And then I learned he filmed it in the back, you know, his friend's backyard, uh, I think in Dallas. And I was just like, wow. Well, at the end of that pilot, he said, uh, if you want to invest, uh, and actually be, you know, a schedule K investor, uh, actual holding real company stock, go to this site and, and, and invest and you can own and help launch, you know, help launch this TV show. And I was like, Hey honey, I'm going to invest in this thing. I think this is a great idea. Da, da, da. And so I, I invest, I become a, um, a whole, you know, an LLC member uh, investor, blah, blah, blah. And as I'm uh, watching now, you know, all this stuff come on because I'm in the, um, the partners, the, the, the behind the scenes videos, I get all these things. And here Dallas is talking about, you know, put it, putting this this little little TV show called The Chosen on. And season one and season two, he's giving them away. It's pay it forward, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shut up, Dallas. I'm trying to figure out how to price Arc Cyber. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. And, you know, he says it again. Come on, come out to, you know, YouTube and we're streaming it and it's all free and just pay it forward. 
And then it like, it was like a little light bulb moment. And I was like, pay it forward. So mm-hmm. I hadn't said anything to my wife at that point because up to that point, everything that I brought to her, she was like, no, it's a stupid idea. You can't do that. No, that's dumb. You can't do that. And, you know, and then I, I yielded most pretty much on everything. It was like, okay, I'll have to maybe come back to that. Or I would take it to the advisor and say, what do you guys think? And they'd be like, well, you know, if your wife's saying, no, you, you know, you can't do it because she's got to be on board. And so I was like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. So I didn't say anything to her that night. I just was like, okay, Lord, you know, you're going to have to help her if, if I'm supposed to give this away. Cause I had a piece about it. I was like, this is, this is, I think real. So I went to bed, woke up the next morning and she, she said to me, well, did you figure out how to price yet? And I was like, we're going to give it away. And she was like, huh. and she paused. And that was the first time she had paused in any idea I had said. And I just kind of was like, taking it back. Well, I went into the bathroom and started brushing my teeth. Well, what I didn't know was that she was convicted by, how many times she had like just trashed my idea and jumped down on me. And so she had said, okay, Lord, the next idea he brings to me, I'm not going to shoot him down. I'm just going to hold my tongue and think about it for a little bit. And I didn't know that. So I'm in the bathroom, I'm brushing my teeth and I step out of the bathroom. I look at her and I'm like, what do you think? And she goes, it's bold, but I like it. And I was like, oh, we're on the same thing. (laughs) That's how we came up with the pay it forward model. So it doesn't cost anything. If you, if you want to help us, you can, you you go to our page and there's, you know, options to do that. And if, if you don't, you still get the help and it doesn't cost you a thing, just a little bit of time with, with me. So. That is so crazy. Wow. So we've got, you know, the, this certified ethical hacker that is willing to spend time with families to secure their devices for free and where you're really dependent on kind of the Lord and people who are willing to kind of pay it forward, whether it's, I'm sure some people, um, who hire, like who ask you to help will pay it forward themselves. Um, but it also comes through just other people as well. Yeah. we we actually had a few people right out of the gate. As soon as we shared the idea with them, I mean, donated thousands of dollars to the page. Wow. And just like, di- we didn't ask for anything. We were just telling them the arc cyber, arc cyber story and they were so moved by it. They just gave to us. And I was just like, wow. I mean, I didn't expect that. I didn't even ask them for it. We just told them the vision and they just came alongside of us. And as we go to the trade shows, we, we, we have been going to uh, mostly homeschool trade shows to meet with families because there's, there's already enough apps and devices. There's already enough things that people just don't know how to use. And as they're using them, they're getting overwhelmed if they, and, and then there's just people that aren't doing anything and mm-hmm. doing nothing nowadays is not an option on the internet. Um, you know, pornography is horrible. I had, you know, my, my own story, it's, you know, it's been a battle my entire life as far back as I can remember. And that's not the only danger on the internet. You know, if you type the wrong word in, uh, on, in the URL bar, uh, you end up on a bad site, a malware site. If you click the wrong link, you end up on a hacker or scammer site. Uh, they're, they're, you know, and that's the internet we've been given. And, you know, people aren't going to stop using the technology and nor should they, they just need to have a lot of that risk reduced. And what we do is we help them make the best decisions by giving them the most amount of information. And they then take that information and choose what level of risk they're willing to accept. And so for families that have little children, they may want a platform like Griffin or things like that, that you can turn the internet on and off 
at certain times, at very specific times, you can see uh, very detailed reports. Some families, you know, they don't care so much about that. They want to give their families access to social media and things like that. So platforms like Bark are great for that because they allow them to do it, but they report on that. Platforms like Accountable to You and Covenant Eyes, they let you go do whatever it is you're going to do and then send the reports off to your accountability partner so that you have they, they, everybody's on the same page. They know what's going on and you, you can just have meaningful conversations about where the person is. So there's so many different types of things out there. We didn't want to just be another one getting lost in the noise of that shuffle. Uh, we want to be able to help people maximize the effectiveness of those platforms that are already out there, make them better to use. So that that's great. I, I love that because yeah, like you said, there, there are a lot of really great resources out there. I just like, I know probably for me and so many others, we just don't use those capabilities. And I'm thinking a lot, especially right now, as my daughter gets older, um, like we're having really intentional conversations right now. And she knows like to turn her eyes like at the TV when something's like, not like when she knows something is off and different things like that. But to make sure that you know, these different things are protected with things I already have. I think, yeah. you know, that is me as a father, that's just such a, a great like piece of mind to have. Um, yeah. and, and it's nice that I don't have to like spend tons of money on something else. Like, and may, maybe yeah. we do find out that like, Hey, what you have and what you're wanting to do with it isn't enough. And I like, you probably have uh, recommendations out the wazoo for, for things like that. Um, yeah, but to be so able many... to have that level Sorry. of expertise is awesome. Yeah. There, there's actually a ton of free options out there that people aren't even aware of that they, they can actually take advantage of and deploy them in their mobile or home devices. And it doesn't cost them another, another dime. Uh, there's so many things that are out there that just people don't even know that exist. And some of them don't cost anything. Some of them have higher price points. Um, but yeah, just helping people understand what is available and being able to use it the right way. I love it. Well, I think that is really the heart of this podcast of Arc Cyber and even some stuff you and I have planned for the future with some guides that we're gonna make and different things. Like really Arc Cyber is really about that equipping of the of mm. the parents, of the families, of the individuals to really yeah. make a safer internet experience but use utilizing the brain of a cybersecurity expert. Well, Sean, thank you so much for sharing your personal story. Um, thank you for doing this. I, I love that we're getting to do this podcast together, um, but I'm also really excited for the different things you have planned to resource and equip families in the future. Um, so listeners, if you want to follow along on this journey, if you want to uh, participate, if you want to see the different things that come out from Sean and Arc Cyber, here's a couple things you can do. One, you can donate. You can go to the Pay It Forward page and help families like yours, individuals like you, help Sean help them secure their devices, their networks, um, and really help give that peace of mind to them. 
You can subscribe to our email list that we're going to have, and we're going to be sending out different updates with podcast episodes, um, at different guides as we come up with them, uh, you know, as we enter into, you know, start of the school year, as we enter into Christmas shopping time, things, different seasons like that. What are things you can be on the watch out for? Uh, what are different, uh, solutions for your family to help keep them safe? Also follow us on social media. We, we'll put all the links in the description. So please make sure you follow us there to keep up to date. And we would absolutely love it if you would ask questions. Sean yeah. is a cybersecurity expert. He is an ethical hacker. He knows about a lot of the different products that are out there. He's been keeping tabs on those things. And he's just, he knows so much. He has a wealth of information. And I know he would love to answer your questions. So in the link in the description, there's a place for you to ask a question. So would you please, if you have one, send us a question and we'd love to answer it on a future episode. So thank you for joining us on this initial episode. I hope that this was a blessing. I hope you got to know Sean a little bit more and his heart for uh, just kind of what's going on in these future episodes and what Arc Cyber is all about. Just do something. Doing nothing is no longer an option.